Money Show. Personal Finance with Warren Ingram. Now, I want to know this evening, when you receive your salary during payday, are you still feeling as good as you did last year? Is this something that still excites you or something that gives you anxiety these days because inflation is so high, interest rates are so high, and you're feeling your salary is not as good as it used to be? And that's exactly what we're talking about on personal finance, how you can protect your money from inflation. Share some of your experiences with money. You can remain anonymous uh, call us on 011-883-0702 or 021-446-0567 maybe you have some questions for warren on how to protect your money from inflation and he joins me now uh, warren you know my hundred rand definitely felt better last year than it did this year this year i'm quite sure that i can only get a, a drink probably with some crisps uh, from a hundred rand you're absolutely right. And and the problem is we don't kind of get like this major alert, you know, and you're on your phone beeping at you to say, oh, by the way, your money's just a bit less, worth a bit less than it was last week or last year. So, so to me, inflation kind of creeps up on us. And then all of a sudden, one day we wake up going, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a lot poorer than I, than I was a little while ago. And, and, and I'm not earning less than I was a little while ago. What's going on? Uh, and, and I try to, you know, I think, I mean, I hate jargon and I always think, you know, a lot of people don't really know, I mean, we know what the phrase inflation is about, but we don't really know like a concrete example. So I did a bit of homework for the show, you know, and, and I'm, I was never Please good at homework as a kid at school, but uh, but I'm, I, I did it just for you. So I looked at what is a burger cost at at kind of, you know, one of South Africa's uh, big uh, steakhouses and, and five years ago, they sold a burger and it's, it's kind of their generic burger for 48 Rand 90. So 2018, you, you buy that burger 48 Rand and 90 cents. You go and buy it today and you're paying 99 Rand and 50 cents. So it's the same thing. It's, it's not like they made the meat twice as good or made the bun twice as big. It's exactly the same. Uh, probably it's a bit smaller. In fact, it's called shrink flesh in here. Yeah. And and so you're getting the same thing at twice the price in a period of five years. Now, if something doubles on you in a five-year period, the 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 compounding of that is it's it's compounding at 15% a year. So so I'm always looking for investments that are compounding at 15% a year because I know I'm doubling my money every every five years, and that's great. You know, then, then you then you start to feel pretty good about life. But all of a sudden, our burgers are doubling against us every five years and i'm not being unfair to the burger joint it's that's kind of what's happening everywhere it's, it's all of our cost of living and i know um food has, has kind of gone through a patch you know th- thanks to the R- russian invasion of ukraine that uh, you know that's caused certain kind of food items to go up a lot faster than than they would normally do but but gee we, we're living with with this issue and and so Inflation is not just an academic concept, you know, that that some guy talks about on the radio or that you read in a textbook. It even makes our burgers go against us at, at you know, uh, d- doubling every five years. So, so it is real and we do need to deal with it. Um, and, and unfortunately, putting our heads in the sand and, and kind of not worrying about uh, about this is not going to work because that means next next five years you're going to need to buy a half a burger because that's all you'll be able to buy.
<laughs> so it's not a good time to have our money in cash stashed away something somewhere waiting for inflation to be better. How do we put our money to work and make sure that we can grow it during during this high inflationary time? Yeah, you're you're right. So so let's let's just talk about cash for one second. You, you know, the nice thing about cash is you put your money in the in the account, and you know every every day or every week or every month you look at your app and and you see it's just gone up. You know, and you feel kind of good about that because nothing's gone down. Uh, the problem is when you look at the returns that you get from interest. Uh, interest barely beats inflation. In in fact. Uh, over long periods of time, it might beat inflation by about half a percent a year. Um, and then you've got to pay tax on that interest because SARS doesn't let you earn the interest without uh, without taking the, their pound of flesh. So the moment you, you take tax into account, you, you're probably going backwards by about three or four percent a year against inflation. So, so whatever you do, cash is not the place uh, to, to beat inflation. However, uh, I mean, we all need a bit of cash. We need an emergency fund. And, and so you need to shop around now. You need to kind of, you know, go and find those high yielding money market accounts on your bank or, you know, some kind of a, a high interest savings account, something where you can earn the most uh, interest you can. Uh, but unfortunately, you need to shop around a bit more. And and, and so what, one of my other favorites, and it's it's actually given to us by our beloved government, are, are things called RSA retail savings bonds. Now, the, these are kind of like a fixed deposit. And at the moment, if you if you invested in one for the next two years, you would be able to earn about 9.25% a year. I'm saying not about, it's not. It's exactly 9.25% a year for the next two years. That's not bad. Um, especially if you're kind of a bit older, you know, over, over 65 and you can earn a yeah. bit more interest without paying so much tax, not a bad deal. But, you know, if you're younger and, and you're going to pay tax on that, uh, you know, you might be giving away half of that. So it's still not a great deal, but but it's the best I, I can find. It's the best interest paying thing I can find guaranteed by our government. I, I think our government will still be around in the next few years. I'm sure they'll still be able to <laughs> trust the interest. So, so, so I think they'll be okay. So, so that's probably our first thing is, uh, you know, if you're going to earn interest, earn the most you can. But uh, I think you've got to buy, I'm going to call them productive assets. You've got to buy things that, that grow faster than inflation. And, and those come with a bit of risk because we're talking about the stock market. We're talking about buying shares in companies that have a history of, of doing better than inflation. And over long periods of time, the, the stock market beats inflation by about 6% a year, 5 to 6% a year. Unfortunately, it doesn't do it in a nice uh, kind of straight line. It does it like a roller coaster. So one year you're, you know, you're doing three times better than inflation and the next year you're losing against inflation. But over long periods of time, 6% a year. That's a Someone good might then say, just... uh, Pablo, uh, if I can just jump in there, that I've got this cash. Uh, I don't exactly know what's happening on the stock market. I'm afraid to lose the amount of money that I do have. What are some of the sure bet ways? I know uh, the stock market is not really straightforward, but some of the safest ways you can put your money there and expect some form of return. You've got to go for, uh, for you've got to avoid playing Russian roulette with your money. In other words, don't bet all of your money on one share or two shares. You're going to have to kind of spread your your exposure to the stock market around. And and kind of two favorite ways I've got is uh, one invest in the index. You know, so so you you'll you know you'll, we all know about like the top forty index now where you can buy 
one uh, exchange-traded fund or, or one unit trust, and, and what it does is it goes and buys the 40 biggest shares on the, on the stock exchange. That, that, that's a very efficient, uh, kind of very certain way of, of getting the return of the stock market and, and over long periods of time will give you the return we're talking about. So that's one way. The, the other way is, is go and buy a, a general equity unit trust. That's a bit of jargon, but it's a unit trust and it's a category of unit trust that only buy shares on on the stock market, and for me, not a bad way to to go. So you you might say, well, let me do half into the index, half into a general equity unit trust, and and that for me is a good spread of 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 assets. And and maybe you know if you if you really want to spread your your risks properly, then then maybe you go and buy a world index, uh, you know, um, uh, index tracker as well, or a world index unit trust as well. Uh, yeah, you know, you have a spread of those, and then you're then you're cooking. We're in conversation with Warren Ingram, co-founder of Galileo Capital. In our personal finance feature tonight, we're talking how you can protect your money from inflation, the different ways and tricks and some of the formalized ways in the markets you can use to earn on your inflation instead of keeping your cash stashed away under a mattress somewhere. So uh, we'll pick up on this conversation after this. The Money Show. Personal finance with Warren Ingram. The Money Show with myself, Mateo Horipe, standing in for Bruce's, brought to you by APSA Business Banking, with green asset finance solutions to keep businesses powered up. APSA is an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. T's and C's apply. We pick up the conversation now with Warren Ingram, co-founder at Galileo Capital, talking personal finance and how you can protect your money from inflation. Let's look at the other productive assets uh, like property, where you can put your money to get some healthy returns. So um, if we if we look at uh, things outside of the stock market, we, we we're starting to look at uh, assets that are a little bit less liquid, and and liquid is important here because we're, we're talking about things that aren't necessarily as easy to sell quickly, uh, and and so. You know, if we look at property in, in, and whether it's residential or commercial in South Africa, it, it and actually all around the world, it does have a history of of beating inflation. Uh, probably not uh, a Joburg property over the last nine or ten years, unfortunately, but 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 generally, uh, the, the the property market will will do better than inflation. Um, one kind of quirky one, but, but because I don't really know how, how easy it is to invest in, but, but what's really interesting over the last sort of 10, 15 years is killing inflation. Yeah. I think we lost you there a little bit. If you can just take us back to the 10 and 15 years, uh, one that is killing inflation, which property segment is that? Oh, we, 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 we broke on the, on the key parts. It's actually farmland. So, uh, you, you know, farmland in South Africa and farmland uh, uh, around the world has been, uh, you know, doing really well. Um, and, and so that's a, a, to, to me, an, a quirky one, but, but actually doing really well. So if you're, if you are a farmer, you might not be making a lot of money from your actual farming operation, but, but you are making money from the land. Uh, and and so that's an interesting one, and 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 then I think another one w- would be businesses. So actually, n- not shares on the stock exchange, but but normal companies that are you know that you buy from 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 business owners di- directly. Uh, and there you're going to have to do your homework because uh, I mean you, you know n- not all businesses are going to succeed. In fact, most businesses yeah. will fail. But but gee, uh, you know the good ones uh, that they will be delivering uh, inflation beating returns. 
When we look at those inflation-beating returns, especially in South Africa, when it's got to do with property, uh, most of the great numbers are found in Cape Town, and uh, and even then you need to be heavily cash flush. Uh, while on the other hand, we have people talking about flipping small properties or turning them into Airbnbs. Uh, what other opportunities are there in this particular market? So, so you're right. I, I mean, I think we're, we're not talking about uh, be, being kind of a, 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 a passive investor. In other words, where you just buy something and forget about it and hope it's going to go up. I, I, I... We seem to have lost uh, Warren again in terms of the gremlins there. Warren, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to just pick it up again uh, in terms of those key points on not being a passive investor when it comes uh, to property. How can you actively make your money back here? Yeah, you're going to have to treat it as a as a real side hustle, as a as a proper side business. You know, where, where, as you say, you you run it as as kind of an Airbnb, or you, you buy something, you, you know, you do it up and and you sell it. But you're going to need to do your homework. Uh, you're going to need to be very selective in terms of where you're where you're doing that. Uh, you know, very high value properties in Joburg uh, are not, not the place to do it right now, but but kind of, you know, the, the, the lower value property where there is bigger demand and, and finding it in the right area. I think, you know, you know that, that would make sense. I, I'm not sure I'd want to be, you know, jumping into the Cape Town property market now. Uh, I think it was a great place to be five years ago, but, but you know, it's, so it's a bit late for now. those areas. Yeah, it's too late. Uh, and, and you've got to look at where, you know, where, where will value be unlocked? You know, I'm, I'm looking at those massive bridges that are going to be built in the Eastern Cape. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, you know, when, when, those, when that highway um, is now working on the N2, you know, is, is that an opportunity? I don't know. Um, you, you know, property experts are going to have to do some homework on that. But it's, it's things like that that are offering an opportunity that, are, that didn't exist, you know, five years ago. But, but don't go and buy what everyone else uh, sold you know, a while ago, because that's just too late. You're, you're kind of running in after everything's kind of left and the, the opportunities are gone. One of the key ways to have more money on hand uh, to even invest it uh, is to actually get rid yourself of debt. And that, we've got a listener question uh, this week, uh, Desiree actually saying, uh, my father is struggling with some debts at the moment. He has a personal loan, an overdraft, credit card debt, and a home loan. What should he do with these debts? So it, I mean, it's it's it sounds like a problem a lot of our country is dealing with, and and so I think when you look at this, you, you've got to understand which of those debts that you've got, if you've got a few, which one costs you the most interest every month, and and I think you know often we look at the the one that costs us the most rand, you know, so you'll say this one cost me ten thousand rand, and that one only cost me two hundred rand, but but that's not necessarily the way to look at it. You've got to look at which one's charging the highest rate of interest. So. You know, if you've got a home loan, you know that might be costing you eleven percent a year, but uh, but but your credit card might be costing you twenty five percent a year, and and so the, the the game plan with with debt is to say w- w- the, find the one that charges me the highest rate of interest, and try and find a bit of extra money every month to 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 settle that one as fast as I possibly can, and and then you work in descending order. So so you're saying, well, if it's credit card first, then look at you know what what's the interest rate on the overdraft versus the personal loan um, and and the money that you're now got free from the the paid off credit card you put all of that into the overdraft once that's down you put it all into the personal loan and once that's down then, then you then you can start to pay down your home loan a bit faster uh, the, the trick with debt though is don't ignore the home loan so don't stop paying the home loan to try and settle the credit card because you know th- that means you lose your home 
So, so what you've got to do is, you know, pay the minimum required, whatever the bank actually wants from you on a monthly basis on all of the debts, and then pay the extra on the one that's costing you the highest rate of, of interest. You've got to be strategic on this. You, you can't uh, just put your head in the sand and hope that the debt problem goes away. Yeah, uh, you, you've you've got to take it on its head and actually, you know, have a game plan. It can be really simple, but but make sure that you understand what those interest rates are. The banks will tell you what they are and might be on your banking profile already, but don't be afraid to ask the questions and and, and be clear on on, on what's, what, what this is all costing you. And someone might rush to say, I'm going to get a consolidated loan and try to pay all of these things off. Uh, what should they consider before getting uh, that consolidated loan? It's it's going to take a little bit of honesty. You're going to have to look in the mirror and, and ask yourself why. why. Why are you in this situation? And and so taking a consolidation, it, what you're actually doing is you're, you're taking on even more debt. Uh, and, and now you're lumping it all together. Uh, and and so you're you're let's say you owed a hundred hundred thousand across all the all of the debts now now you might end up owing one hundred and twenty thousand, uh, and and so if you are disciplined with debt and and that interest rate is going to be lower on the consolidated level than than it is in all of these different little pieces, then look at the consolidation. It might not be a bad idea. But you might find, you know, you, you've got credit card debt for 25,000 Rand and you've got some other debt for 200,000 Rand uh, and the consolidation will be at the same rate as you were paying, uh, you, you know, on the credit card debt. And, and then it's really not a good idea because suddenly you're paying much more interest on on a much bigger amount. So, so you've got to get a really clear idea, do the proper maths, work it out to rands and cents as to what it will cost you to pay off that debt on a monthly basis if you consolidate. But the honesty part is, Understanding why did, did you get into this trouble because you weren't disciplined with money, or was it something that was just really bad luck? You know, and, and bad luck is not, uh, you know, some brand just dropped a new pair of shoes and I absolutely had to have it. You know, bad luck is I lost my job because of COVID. That's bad luck. You know, not 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 not, not buying stuff that you don't need. Um, and and so just understanding, uh, you know, that if you're not disciplined with debt, then, then don't do the debt consolidation. Go and pay off the, 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 each, each item. You know, item by item by item, and until you've paid it down, and and then you cut up all your credit cards, and you don't get debt again because you're not good at it. But but for someone that's normally fine and just got really bad luck, and and the debt consolidation uh, interest. All right, we seem to have lost Warren there, but I'm sure a lot of you have gotten the gist around how to protect your money from inflation. Warren Ingram, the co-founder of Galileo Capital in our personal finance feature tonight. Thank you very, very much.